Thanks for tuning in to Hungry Gen Audio Podcast. It would mean the world to us if you could help us spread the gospel message of Jesus by subscribing to, sharing, and leaving a review on this podcast. We are believing to see thousands saved locally and millions globally. Thanks and enjoy this week's message. Today I want to talk to you about a topic called the need for relationship. It's not going to be about dating or marriage, but it's going to be a better relationship. Amen? Uh, in uh, the proof text I want to read to you from, it comes from Matthew 22, verses 36 to 40, to 40. This is a famous scripture that you, a lot of you guys heard before, but I want to read it. And it says this, uh, when the people came to Jesus, says, Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and the greatest. Somebody say greatest greatest commandment and the second one is like it love your neighbor as yourself all the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments we have to understand something about these two verses that Jesus came he said there's the two most important relationship that you have in this world is your relationship with God and your relationship with people and without these two, that's, that's the whole law and the prophets, they hang on these two relationships. The first relationship I want to talk to you about is your relationship with God. Without your relationship with God, you cannot do life. Because you have to understand, you cannot give out something you do not have. You can't be a good father if you don't receive the love from a father. You know, you cannot be a good Christian. You cannot be a good person because all these attributes come from knowing Jesus. From knowing God, having that relationship with God. And when you know God, you are able to be better than your best. You're able to do good. You're able to love. You're able to have patience. You're able to have uh, long suffering. All the gifts of the Holy Spirit come from having that relationship with God. What the problem happens in our life is that we cannot give something we don't have if you don't have love how can you give love have you ever tried going to the gym without eating anybody ever tried that like you start working out and then you're you're like shaking because you're weak right try going to the gym for like five days straight in a row without having any food what happens eventually you collapse and you give out right Try running a marathon without being hydrated. You cannot make it. You, 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 won't, you won't last. See, in Christian life, what we try to do most of the times, we try to be a Christian without having the relationship with God. And sooner or later, we become bitter, we become hurt, we become exhausted, we become weak and we fall and we cannot do this Christian life because you are never meant to have a Christian life without having the relationship with God. What Christianity is about is our relationship with God and out of that relationship atmosphere gets produced and we're able to do everything else. If you don't build the most important relationship and the most important love that is a love with the Father, the relationship with the Father, you will not be able to do the Christian life. You will not be able to be a good businessman. You will not be a good lawyer. You will not be able to be a good doctor. You will not be able to be a good human being. Why? Because all the good things come from knowing Jesus Christ. 
Christianity is not the works that we do, but the relationship that we maintain. The relationship that we keep with God. Every time that I see the church becomes boring to me, or that every time I get asked to do something, or somebody offended me and I become bitter or hurt, I don't become to blame other people. I understand one thing. Just like going to gym, I need to nourish my body. I need to look into my relationship with God. Where have I fallen short? Every time it's like, oh, I have to go to morning prayer. Oh, I have to go to night prayer. I know one thing. My relationship with God is affected. Somewhere down the line, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's some resistance. The moment you start coming to church and it's becoming boring to you, you're lacking that relationship with God something there to either disobedience there's something that you have missed because relationship is not supposed to be works it's about to be love it's about communion it's about having that talk with God it's about walking hearing from him and it's not supposed to be boring it's like if you love somebody do I have to tell you to go spend time with them no I don't comes automatically it comes with joy you'd want to do you can't wait to get there but if that relationship is affected anything else that is asked of you will seem like a threat will seem like a demand will seem like dictatorship it's like when wife and a husband are in a fight and the wife asks the husband to take out the trash what happens it's no good <laughs> and it's why it's because the relationship is affected when the wife and the husband's in community they love each other it's like asking them to do anything it's easy why because because there's a relationship anytime you begin to see that I have to do home group or I have to do this the pastor's asking me this I would question your love walk with God where have you maybe fallen short where is it maybe the Holy Spirit asked you to do something and you disobeyed or you grieved him that is the most important relationship in our life. And, and Jesus has said, look, all these commandments, all you guys want to do, but the remain in one thing. Love God with all your heart, with all your, your mind and all your soul. Everything that you have with Him. Concentrate on that. That's the most important because out of that relationship, everything else will begin to flow. It will be easy for you to come. It will be easy for you to serve. It will be easy for you to love. It will be easy for you to be able to have patience, to be able to forgive, to be able to go forward. Why? Because that relationship with God is good. And every time I've seen that, that I've come to a place where it becomes boring or it's becoming like, oh man, this person said this or this offense or pastor said this, leader said this, they asked me to serve. I begin to look within deep and say, God, where, where have I not done what you wanted me to do where's my relationship is affected what is that you asked of me and I have not done that's where we begin to come back to God and begin to say God I'm sorry I begin to come and I begin to say God you know forgive me wash me with your blood take me back and then after that to pray it is easy because you'd want to be there for that to, from then on to serve to love to give to tithe to sacrifice is so easy and it's enjoyable why because your relationship with God is strong amen true joy and permanent peace comes from knowing Jesus not the things that you acquire you'll be able to do life you'll be able to move forward you'll be able to do what God has asked you to do and you will enjoy it why because your relationship with God is strong amen before God takes you higher ask him to take you deeper 
ask God, God, let my roots go deeper within you because the higher you go, the harder it is, the more weight it is, the more responsibility it is, the more criticism, the more backstabbing, the more lying, the more things that will come against you. And if you're not strong with God, if you're not deep with God, any wind, any storm will begin to affect you. Jesus said it's not that if the winds and the storms will come against the house it is when they come but what do you build on is it in the rock of salvation with Jesus Christ or which is the sand that which comes and goes it's not if when the storm comes it's when it will come how will you respond and how deep your relationship with God will be that's how long you will last that's what many times people come to church, they get all excited about God, things like that. And one little, you know, uh, uh, somebody said this or this drama leaves people out of church and they go this, this, this way. It's because they're not deeply rooted with God. They're not, they're, Jesus said, in this world you held trouble. You'll have persecution. You'll have this. You will have those things. You can't miss it. It's not if you get holy, you won't have it. It's not if you, you're a sinner, you won't have it. It's just life. It will happen. But build that relationship with God, love God, and begin to monitor your love with God, your love and your walk with God. What is it that God maybe is asking you at this moment to do? Where is some areas in your life you may be grieving the Holy Spirit and He's lay, letting you know, hey, maybe, maybe you can need to lay off Netflix. Maybe you need to let go of this relationship. Maybe you need to let go of this habit. And that relationship with God, and it's not for the worst, but God always wants the best for you. God always loves you. He wants to take care of you. He wants to be involved in every area of your life because He is concerned for you. He loves you so much. The best earthly father is compared to evil of our heavenly father. He loves you. He cares for you. And He wants you to have a life that is full of joy, full of happiness, and full of peace. Amen, church? There's, there's few stages of our growth with God. There's the infant stage, there's the teenager, the adult stage, and there's the father stage. And we have to understand as Christians, when we, first, um, when we first come to church and we get saved, we're at that infant stage. Where we get fed, where we get taken care of, where we get delivered, when we get healed. And that's something that we don't have to do. That's something that just comes naturally. There's that teenager stage, the adult stage, where... We are calling up on our own. We get to figure out. We start going to our home groups. We start attending life class. We become members. We are just like, okay, we're, we're in that stage. We kind of can take care of ourselves somewhat. But God wants all of us in this place to come to a stage where we become fathers. And we become mothers. Where we're starting to take care of other people. Amen. So we have to understand many times when we come to church and things become offensive to us you have outgrown your stage that you're in you, you need to move from the infant stage into teenager stage you know when your clothes are too small shoes are too small it kind of hurts and it's uncomfortable so it's that's what it is when you become to a teenager stage you got to start attending life class you got to start attending home groups you got to start attending uh, morning prayers night prayers you got to start attending destiny training so you can become to a place of a father because if you're stuck in an infant stage, everything to you be offensive. Drama, he said, she said this, that. Vladimir looked at me wrong. Pastor didn't shake my hand. You know, I didn't have parking space. They made me go all the way to a seven Baptist church. Come on, what is this hypocrisy here? You know, 
things will become offensive. Why? Because you have outgrown your stage. Whereas you're being fed now, you need to slowly start giving back. You need to start tithing. You need to start fasting. You need to start serving. You need to start going to kids zone and ministering to, to the young adults. This is where you have outgrown your stage. I have three kids. First one is three, Vince Roy. Second one is Annika Rose. She's one and a half and an infant, uh, Josiah Ray. He's about three months old. And already at this stage, we are training Vince to take care of his brother and his sister. That is his response. Even at three years old, he has to be his brother and his sister's keeper. He has to look after them at three years old. We have to tell him, hey, you have to be responsible. You have to take care of your sister. You have to love her. You can't, if you can't take toys away, you have to give. So if, if I come in in the room, Annika and Vince is crying. Who gets beat? Vince, because he's the oldest. So... <laughs> And they don't get beat. I just tend to say, you're bad boy. <laughs> so it's kind of like, because he's, he's older, he's more mature-ish. And, and we try to, to let him know, hey, you have to take care of your sister and your brother. Because this is, this is what it is. You're, you're growing up. There was a stage where we took care of you. You got your milk. We changed your diapers, things like that. But now you're at a place where you have to give back. Where you have to help us out as parents. See, in Christianity, it's the same way. When, when we are started coming to church, we've been coming for some time. We know, hey, after worship, they're going to do a mass prayer for salvation. After that, they're going to have tithe. They're going to ask for... If you already start knowing these things, you're probably a teenager stage. Probably know there's going to be altar call after the message. You already know how things are going to go. You have outgrown the infant stage, and God wants you to begin to serve. God wants you to begin to give back. God is going to want you to step out of your comfort zone and do things. Why? Because you have grown. You have grown and God wants you to be able to expand, to be able to go to the next level. If you are always on an infant level, church will become boring. Church will become dual. You'll know the ins and outs and sooner or later say this church is not for me. You'll go to another church. Same thing will happen there. You'll keep going from church to church to church to church to a place where as God says, no, you have outgrown your stage. You're becoming mature. You need to start giving back. You need to start serving. You need to start giving. You need to start sacrificing. You need to have to come to a place where you give back. Why? Because there's somebody out there that needs what you have to get out of their desperate situation. You might not know Genesis. You might even not even know how many, you know, books are in the Bible. It doesn't really matter. But what you know now is enough for somebody to get saved. From somebody to, to not take their own life because you introduced them to Jesus. From somebody to get out of depression, fear, anxiety. Somebody to leave cancer. Why? Because you know Jesus. God wants us to come to a place where we slowly graduate from stage to stage. We're not creating bench warrants. We're creating participators. We have vision this year to be able to see thousands, thousand people saved this year. And it's not going to be the pastors going to do it. It's going to be you and I. Somebody at your workplace that we have cards on the back of our pew that says prayer list. That's what you start off with. There's somebody in the, in the workplace. God already put them on your heart. Say pray for them. Pray for them. Pray for them. There's going to come an opportunity where you'll witness to them. Say hey. We're going to have this Easter service. We're going to have this men conference. We're going to have this race to deliver. I want you to come with me. And God's going to change their lives. And you'll never know that how the simple invitation, not you saying, oh, John 3, 16, and you start preaching. No, simply say, come with me. That's going to be all that they need for them to give their life to Jesus Christ. And from then on, the rest is going to be history. 
You know, looking back at, um, I used to I used to be working with the young young uh, guys here at the church, and I uh, started off doing worship with them. So was Zachy, Jacob, Edvin, Elizabeth, also Eric. Uh, I don't know who else I, I missed, but at a place where what I knew I needed to invest into them. You know, and today some of them, they, they are, God is using them so much, even, even much more than me. And I'm so happy for that. You know, at a place where I, when I was working with Zach about with drums, I knew nothing about drums. But I had just had care for them and said, you know what? One day you'll get to a place where God's going to use you greatly and mightily. I, I, I can't sing. I'm a terrible singer. <laughs> I can sing here and there. My wife can't tell if I'm on tune or off tune, so I sing to her sometimes. So uh, I, had, I just had what I had to just to give. And I said, God's going to use them. God's going to impact them. Today, God's raised them further than I ever was, ever will be. Today, they're preaching. They're getting invited from church to church and this, and God's using them. God's healing through them. And I look at that, and at that moment when I was working with them, it felt like I was, man, I have nothing. You know, I'm not like this preacher like world now preacher I just it just had love just had care just had time I said God's going to use you guys God's going to impact you God's going to lift you guys up and that's what pastor did with us I mean I mean if you really understand the severity of where a pastor was was with us a couple years like a couple years a few years back it was embarrassing at times you know pastor was like this is my team and all the teenagers were like what's up you know like we we knew nothing you know we embarrassed him you know half the times he was like hey, guys you see what I'm working with so be patient with me so things we said was heresy people left our church because we preached you know our pastor suffered I mean greatly great persecution arose in because of us but today the the reward and the benefits where millions are impacted worldwide because our pastor might not be the greatest preacher May not be the greatest person I can whatever. Half of you guys don't even know who he is at this moment. But yet the ministry and the work and the sacrifice, the love that he has given today goes worldwide. And years down the road still many won't know of the sacrifice that he has paid. See, a, a stage in our relationship with God when we go from a teenager to a father doesn't require much. It just simply needs to be said that I need to give back. I need to give back. One question I have for you. How do you make important thing important to you? Has ever thought about that? How do you make something important to you? How? Simply just saying it's important to me, right? Relationship with God and relationship with people. Sometimes people are like, oh, I can't do it. I'm too busy. It's that It simply means it's not important to you. And that's all. That's all it is. I remember back in the day when I was broke as a joke. I was trying to pursue my wife. And I was just broken there was this teddy bear that was like it's like 300 bucks i'm like oh somehow i would start mowing lawns and washing car collected that money stuffed that teddy bear into that car like people were honking at me because it couldn't fit into the car how big it was it was important to me so i found ways to get it it was important to me relationship with god and relationship with people it won't fit into your schedule if it's not important it's just that's how and how how it, it means that you just simply say hey this thing is the most important thing and then you'll find every excuse to do it that's it morning prayers if you can't make it say oh I was tired no 
It wasn't important to you. Don't say you were tired. It wasn't important to him. Sometimes I stayed till four o'clock at night just doing stuff. And I'm just like, man, where do I find the energy for this stuff? You guys ever noticed that? It's like you do certain things. Time flies. Money flies. Look at your bank account. I'm negative. I'm still doing it. I'm still going strong. And it's not because you're broke. It's because it's important. And it's not Jesus came down and said, this is important, do it. No, you made a choice that this is important and this is why I'm doing it. Loving people will not be a priority to you if you don't make a decision in your mind. If I feel it or I don't feel it. Relationship with God, if I feel it or I don't feel it, it's important to me. So I'm going to do it. Come on, let's put our hands together for Jesus. Helping people's lives best investments because God is the rewarder. God is the rewarder. When you choose to invest into people, when you choose to serve, you know, this is why we have a destiny training where we begin to equip and raise up leaders who will be able to pour their hearts and their lives into people because we understand that God is the reward at the end of the day. You know, you, you do this, you do this, and this. sometimes earthly rewards come from different things. But when God is your rewarder, that's the best investment because he will give back in health he'll give back in peace he'll give back in relationships he'll give back in family he'll give back in finance things that most important to you that's how God will give you back it's not going to be man who's going to reward you it's going to be God and God will reward you in generations to come in generations to come I challenge you today the, the most important relationships that you do have is your relationship with God and your relationship with people make that a choice to begin to say you know what i'm coming to this church and i'm gonna build my relationship with god. i'm gonna go deeper because you have to understand the second relationship will not work if your first relationship with god is broken we cannot give out of our empty place i remember listening to a testimony of this pastor who had a great great church big church and 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 a tragedy happened in his life where he was unfaithful and he and he fell and one thing that when i read his interview that really struck me he said it was very difficult to give out out of an empty place he said, I was an empty person. I had nothing on within me. And I was giving out, giving out, giving out. And sooner or later, I was exhausted. I was depleted. I was weak. And that's where tragedy took place. Going to the gym for seven days in a row without eating, you're, you're going to fall. You're going you're gonna to collapse. You can't. You need that nourishment. You need that deep relationship with God. Without that deep relationship with God, you cannot have that relationship with people. It is exhausting. The drama, the things they say, the things they do, the bad, all these things, it's exhausting. So I see Jesus many times escaping the crowd, escaping his own disciples to pray because he knew if he himself as a God didn't have that deep connection with God, he cannot give out to his disciples. He knew that, look, Peter's going to leave me. Judas is going to betray me. I need to be strong with God in order for me to accomplish my destiny. Each one of our destiny involves people. The people that will influence their lives and the thousands of people that we're going to impact. But if your relationship with God is not strong, sooner or later, the weight of the responsibility will crumble. Will crumble you. It is our duty and our joy to be able to spend time with God. And as a church, we give the, the opportunity for morning prayers, for night prayers, for fasting, for giving. All these things to build that relationship with God because that is the most and the only relationship that is so important and the other one follows after it after we built that 
see, many times I, this last week, I, we went with a family for a vacation and my son Vince wanted to snowboard. And uh, we, we want him snowboard. So he's like this, you know, this Russian little kid. Like, I'm going to go fast. And, and <laughs> see, because I love him so much, there were certain things I didn't want him to do. Like he needed to know how to break because on snowboard, if you just go straight, you're going down fast and you're going you're gonna to hit and you're going to hurt. And I would restrict him from going fast because I didn't want him to hurt himself. I wanted him to develop these the skills of knowing how to break, knowing how to go side to side so you don't go too fast and not crash. See, our relationship with God is the deeper we go, the more experience we get with life. Because without God, you can go so fast. And when that, when that, when that trip happens, it hurts so much that you might not be ever found in church again. It's not that the Christian's life will never have attacks, will not have the winds and the storms. It's that when they do, our rock of salvation, which is Jesus Christ, is firm under our feet. Amen, church? That is, that is just that. Now, as we're going to have uh, this second service, we're going to have life class where you're able to become a member, to be able to serve, to be able to be involved in the church. We're also having our destiny training that's happening every Monday night. We as a church, we want to impact and we want, we want to empower you to begin to grow with God. To be able to reach destinies, the only dream, the thousands of people that God wants you to influence. We want to be able to equip you with that. We want to challenge you that your relationship with God, don't just settle for just, you know, I just came for prayer for five minutes. Grow out of that stage. Go to 10 minutes. Go to 20 minutes. Begin to go deeper and deeper with God because you don't even know where God wants you to go you can't even dream you can't even fathom but you have to know without him life is meaningless without him you'll get there and there will be no peace and there'll be no comfort there'll be no joy without Jesus but once you have Jesus be able to give back be able to serve begin to love begin to pick those up the people that you were once like the drug addicts the depressed the suicidal those who had no life have no meaning to live life begin to reach out to them because they're all around you every day all around you every day uh, as, as we talked about the prayer list that we have on challenge if you haven't picked up the prayer list where you're praying for people pick up one right now it's in the back of your pew begin to write names that God wants you to impact there may be somebody at your workplace maybe your cousin maybe your your mom your dad begin to pray for them every day say God give me an opportunity to witness them God give me an opportunity to share the gospel with them. God give me an opportunity to love on them God give me an opportunity to just be there with them and introduce them to Jesus and you will see how maybe that one person that was neglected will one day reach millions because of your simple care and your simple love amen hey guys I hope you enjoyed this week's message if you like what you've heard, you can find more of this great content on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and even Pinterest. In other words, we would love to connect with you for the latest and greatest info on all conferences and internships. Remember, better is not good enough. The best is yet to come.